0: hey y'all welcome back to these footballing teenagers
1: now you know (laughs) what i want to do ryan i just want to play some football
0: I just want to play some football, too, Matt, because this week we are back to discussing Friday Night Lights after a long hiatus, Um, not a long hiatus of the show. We've been semi-regular on on these fucking teenagers on the TFT podcast, Um, but we've been mostly uh, either talking about Gossip Girl or personal productivity for the last several episodes. Um, And so I think um, a—but we've not— you know, after some of got some of you onto uh, Friday Night Lights, um, we we don't want to um, abandon uh, abandon you. Um, so we're we're doing a, a pretty a pretty long stretch um, that that is running from what episodes twelve through um, through seventeen of season 13, one. Thirteen through seventeen, yeah. Thirteen through seventeen, yeah. Thir- exactly. Yeah. Um, but really focusing on um, on on season one, episode 17, uh, which is titled, I think we should have sex, because if if there is anything that we that falls within the scope of of the TFT podcast, it is a um, it is an episode that that is titled uh, in that way. And and at least purports to be about um, the decision of, of two teenagers to have sex it's
1: about Julie Tay- Taylor's, uh, you know, research project. Uh, yes
0: exactly exactly. She wants to or, gather the data yeah. yeah in some ways she's she's really kindred kindred spirits uh with us uh, right. um, and, um, but you know as much as that uh, we um you know laid out a very um uh, very well articulated and focused agenda, cognitive agenda for an episode that is saying, hey, hey, here's a very uh, focused issue uh, and a set of episodes uh, in a show that we're going to discuss. Um, we're going to first uh, veer into a large unrelated digression um, about not about these fucking teenagers at all, but about these sucking toddlers. About uh, the uh, because, uh, for those of you who, uh, still read print media know, or, uh, more likely, um, like uh, read the internet and then click on links to pictures of, of covers of print media, there's a minor brouhaha, um, about the most recent cover of time magazine. Um, uh. that's about attachment parenting, um, and, uh, fo- focuses, uh, uh, features, um, a picture of a, uh, a young, a young mom with her, what, three, three-year-old child. Yeah, it's a three, uh,
1: That one is a three-year-old. Yeah. Yeah it, says, yeah, yeah. it doesn't say so on the cover, but it says so on the internet
0: um uh the the three year old child um, posed uh, rather ra- rather pro- pro- uh, provocatively with the uh, child um, um sucking sucking on the teeth not not in the metaphorical way that we suck on the teeth of academia um well 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 past when we should have been weaned but in, in a very literal way um and and uh both are you know looking very very directly at the photo. I'm, I'm sure Matt will put the uh, link in the show notes uh, in case you haven't seen it um so but Matt you, you you sent this to me in the um in in our in our pre-show uh and and so what what resonated uh what about this resonated with you and put it within the scope of uh, of of the TFT podcast
1: <laughs> well i i mean i think that this look what what uh <laughs> <laughs> really it because was I
0: know that you sent this to me for purely <laughs> intellectual and academic reasons, uh, as part of your research project, uh, your dad gap- data. up.
1: There's so... a boob
0: on the cover of time, you
1: know? Uh, uh yeah, no, it was my it was very low brow, my um my my sending it to you. But I think well, I don't know. The the idea that this is uh I mean, this is about attachment parenting And, and honestly, I, my reaction to it was less uh, A kind of reasoned argument about attachment parenting I, I, in fact, I don't even know what attachment parenting is Other than uh, mayam Bialik, TV's Blossom Who went and got herself a PhD She does it and claims to have uh, breastfed her child Till it was three And uh, also there's a boob on the cover of Time So the, uh, you know... I'm I'm not sure I had uh much of a cognitive agenda uh beyond that but you you um it's funny uh, if you look at time uh the time website the link that'll be in the show notes you can see the um uh, uh you can see the alternative covers that were shot and rejected including one of the same mother and child combo uh with With uh, the mother cradling the child and the child kind of like going to sleep or sort of suckling in like comfort and reverie right and um, you know there is something provocative I, I I nearly like interrupted you and wanted to say well what 's provocative about a mother uh, breastfeeding a child you know it's it 's a natural beautiful uh, natural beautiful thing, but um, you know indeed it is provocative, and I think that you got the uh, i think that you got the Um, exactly the the right aspect, which is that they're both... Well, that they're clearly posed unnaturally because the Mm three-year-old is standing on a, a little stool...
0: Oh yeah, and it's and it's, and it's it's almost like it's being shoved in his mouth, right? <laughs> it's, you know, it's 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 even less you know a yeah, matter yeah. She's of she's got like, her
1: she's got her hand around his shoulder and is like
0: oh yeah, pulled. well, and then also because he's being forced to like I mean I don't know it, it would be interesting to see like the micro variations of like what if they were making eye contact with each other rather than you the viewer of this that would also be creepy but it would actually you know in some ways fit. More with this idea that it's about the relationship between the mother and the child. Sure. But what's interesting is that because they're looking outward, it's really about you, like the viewer here, right? right? And and, say, yeah, yeah, and that's and, and, and that's what's and provocative. it makes it like and, yeah. and, and, and right because it, it makes it in that way like pornography, um, <laughs> and and or or even that and or also even like you know um, we've talked a lot about um, theories about uh, homosexuality um, right. and also yeah, yeah and, and also about the male about the gaze like the the, the the camera eye um, so that you're, um, saying, and, that you're saying
1: that you're saying that the the hot mom is really uh, is really just a way for you to have access to the toddler <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think the the article you know? about attachment parenting is a way for us to to view tit um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
1: I mean well and feel and feel high-minded about it you know what i mean that you know that's the thing about pornography you know ryan the thing about pornography <laughs> you know like uh, if you enjoy it good for you 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 know you enjoy it it 's it 's just that um what what I object to is not the presence of pornography it 's the 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 complicated um you know uh knots the kind of yoga positions we have to uh, assume to feel high minded
0: i think this this is a yoga position right this is the <laughs> the, the the sucking tot
1: but yeah. <laughs> well, right and like the he 's standing on one of those tiny chairs, one of those uh, children 's chairs that is in point of fact actually too small for this for this three year old and mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um so he's be you know what i mean he 's paired with props that are uh even more infantilizing than you know having your uh mouth wrapped around a engorged nipple right
0: yeah yeah no i think that's i think i think that's i think <laughs> that's right um and, and i think that, and, and they chose i mean it would be very interesting right i mean there's there's a lot of you know and they have her dressed i mean she's wearing i think the other thing is that she's wearing skinny jeans and like you know stylish flat right like she's she's reasonably um yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hipstered in, out she,
1: right yeah, she's in ballet flats and like yoga pants or skinny jeans or whatever they are i can't quite see on the thing and uh you know in a spaghetti strap tank top with I think you're Jeggings
0: I believe they're jeggings.
1: jeggings she's she's rocking the jeggings and uh you know, and like all you know all our little angel has to do to have access to tit is to like <laughs> you know grab onto the neckline of mom's you know spaghetti strap tank top and pull down you know what i mean there's no like uh there's no bra to undo there's no you know i don't know cardigan to unbutton even it's a whole uh right
0: there's no there's no u s o b like <laughs> <laughs> um uh in time of situation it's like it's like you're under the tank uh, you're uh, you're under the tank top and you're there <laughs> The um, it's un- it's unmediated, <laughs> right. yeah. It's Which is un- interesting because our experience is very. Our mediated. Experience, yeah,
1: our experience of the boob is mediated, but the the tot's experience is unmediated by you know any undergarment or anything like that. Now I'm
0: paging. We're we're, we're, we're like uh, under the under the tank top over the toddler. Right. Yeah. i <laughs> U- 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 T- O T.
1: <laughs> I'm uh. So I'm paging through the uh, the slideshow gallery of potential alternative cover images for this and so uh, a couple things uh strike out uh, uh, strike me right off the bat none of the other moms who are candidates for the cover are nearly as hot as this mom right. is right. Right. right and like they make a point in the caption of uh uh or maybe in the supporting text of pointing out that the mom is 27 right 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 uh, and the the so you know you have this young you have this sort of attractive young woman uh you know with another human suckling on her boob also then i think there are a couple of um
0: was interesting because even on the on the caption on the cover she 's twenty six so it 's even interesting that when they're when they're selling the magazine they 're emphasizing even like that she 's even younger right oh, that it even... 's
1: not twenty seven it 's twenty six i mean
0: maybe she 's twenty seven now but yeah.
1: uh <laughs> yeah she 's aged a year, just from the controversy of <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, uh, yeah yeah of yeah this whole thing, but none of the other candidates are as hot as she is, and actually none of the other kids are as obviously uh, toddler boys, right? Like Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a really interesting point. So uh-huh. Like in one of
1: the other candidates there's a toddler girl being yeah. uh, given suck and then there are infant boys uh, with toddlers arranged around them uh, around, you know, like there's a whole family you mm-hmm. know, in one
0: um, I mean, yeah, it's so interesting, right? So there is like one of these shots in the slideshow is visual references of mother and child at the cover shoot, right. and it's fascinating because when you are looking at all of these, all of these other ones are poses that um, you know that are that that read much more as maternal poses. That is, is that the mother is holding the child, right? right. That, and, and that you know, it's it's so fascinating that like in some ways, um. You know, it's it's so. I mean, on the one hand, right? Like that that and it's about like you know all these other poses. The mother um, and the, the, what's in many of the rejected photographs is the mother is cradling cradling the child, is whole, right. really enveloping them, and that the breastfeeding is is part of that, right? And you know, it's and, and you can see the whole visual language there even like rhymes with you know the image of like a kangaroo in the pouch, right? It's holding the child, yeah, sure, full, or like close.
1: In, in art history, it's a Madonna and Child, exactly. Right? You know exactly. Imagine like holding mm-hmm. the infant Jesus, like right. and kind of right. encircling it protectively,
0: right? Right. Whereas as the one that was chosen, it's much more on on the one hand, it's much more like because he is standing, right? It, 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 like um, it emphasizes the fact that this is a that this is more less like a a baby, right? So that you know, I mean, yeah, exactly. Certain, the the okay, fact yeah.
1: that the, the fact that the kid is standing, right. And like, uh... You know, rather than rather than the hand being used to like support the weight of the kid or to you know what I mean, to sort of comfort the kid, it's kind of attach you know, it's attaching the kid. Yeah. It actually I mean, like it reads I I don't mean to, you know, add creepy on creepy, but like it reads almost like uh some kind of erotic act, some kind of sex act. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I think and it's so. the difference yeah.
1: it's the difference between like, you know, boring vanilla sex, you know, under the covers through a hole in the sheet or, you know, I don't know, like, you know what I mean, a sex act where you're just uh, uh cuddling and you know there happens to be boning at the same time and what al pacino in in uh in the devil's advocate calls um the most depraved acts of sexual theater known to man yes. uh, <laughs> you know what i mean where
0: like right, uh, right. you know no, and if you I, look I, yeah. at i'm not saying i well, have and, and but and even, if you look just, at even your, like a kid and like, i mean uh, there, there's even like questions about like, you know, I think that even it evokes questions about consent, right? Like, because um, like the child yeah, does is, this child
1: want to be attachment parented? I mean, right. clearly mom wants to be suckled, but does the
0: child want yeah, to suck? Yeah, yeah, because because his pose, I mean, the way that it's constructed, um, because it's both the lack of eye contact and the um, and the direct eye contact with the viewer, and then the way the chair is positioned, it's like you know, it's like the way that you stand visa are be visa something that you don't want to get on yourself. You know, the, it's like the way that you contort your body when you're kind of in the presence of something icky, right? right? That, and and it's very different from even the other pose with the same mother and child, where the child, like you say, the child is is asleep and kind of very much connected there, right? And you see this unity of mother and child. I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, I think a more effective cover would. Um, I mean, obviously, time really likes generally very these. The, you know. Elegant one, sh- you know, one-shot things, not very busy covers, but in fact, like a more, you know, honest photo or a presentation that's less sensational would have like both of these juxtaposed very, very clearly. Because in some ways, you know, these two, you could actually see now seeing these other photos um uh along with the one that was chosen actually i mean i you know i haven't read the article but you could almost see the contours of a of a debate there that is this is this act of 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 like you know um Extending the breastfeeding period of, of like sleeping with the children Of all these various you know very very Kind of close ways of, of, of you know Essentially babying a, a, a Child um, is this A way of like you know continuing The protective embrace for a Longer time and, and giving them You know the the protection that is needed to, to Develop um, or Is it this is it this Act of, of taking someone Who is starting to develop agency and, and, and Doing something that is unnatural to them them. And I think that that I imagine is a, is a debate that is there, um, and so what's interesting is that there's a, actually a juxtaposition. There's there's this, you know, in some ways the, you know, even if, if the, the, the text of this of the cover is saying, um, are you are you warm I mean, enough? are you mom enough? Um, you know, that even the subtext is that why, why it drives some parents, uh, to some, some mothers to extremes, right? That, that it but definitely, yeah, but
1: it's, I mean, it's funny, right? Cause in this, are you mom enough? Like the obvious, it's obviously a play on, are you man enough? And, and the, the, um, the kind of provocation here imports Mm. the you know i mean imports this act this sort of natural mother child well who knows who knows what's natural honestly like it's you know it's foolish to think that 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 there is human behavior outside of a social context but this this like this biologically neutral uh thing of of Mother child, you know, breastfeeding into a, a discourse of competition that's gendered masculine, mm. right? Mm-hmm. That is to say, are you, are you mom enough? You know what I mean? This is a provo- This is a provocation. Like, are you going to step to me, you know, or, or, uh, you know, are you what, cro- you know, crossing the line? Um, sort of like, uh, Tim Riggins getting his ass kicked, you know, in the, uh, in the bar, uh, yeah, just, you know, just out of self hatred. He just goes to, uh, he just goes to get his ass kicked, um, in this like kind of masculine, uh, uh, you know this kind of masculine ballet of of self punishment, uh, yeah, having, yeah, yeah. having having to do with his father. And well, and I think here that the, that's like, the the ma- sorry the mama the mom, uh, the mom relationship is being kind of imported into that style of competition.
0: Well, I think that that's fascinating because I, I was about to just make the leap uh, over to this episode of Friday Night Lights as well um, through a different channel. But you have throughout this episode um, lots of these connections of actually you know. It, it actually um, does connect. See, listeners, for those of you who are still with us, we had a plan all along. <laughs> um, and that um, there's exactly this um, um, discussion in, in this episode about... Um, when, how much control do par- ought parents have over their children and for how long? Um, and so you know, to start where you started, um, in some ways where, where the episode ends um, is Tim Riggins kind of rejecting his father, throwing him out, um, throwing out that, that relationship and that um, authority. And, um, and, and actually, I mean, another way to, like, you know, it's interesting when you, when you watch this closely, on the one hand, there is this self-hatred, but when you see... Tim Riggins going through this as as he's like about going going in there and, and like ready for this to happen. He's like smiling, right? It's yeah. not even just acceptance. It's that he is in some ways this is himself weaning himself from his dad's teat, right? That, yeah. that he this is him, like you know, walking getting off the the little chair and toddling away, right?
1: Um, replacing, the, um, yeah, exactly, replacing the milk of uh, <laughs> you know, replacing the milk of
0: the alcohol, the alcohol t- tainted milk of. of of, of, fatherly, of,
1: yeah, of a wish for fatherly approval yeah. with the bloody effluvium of you know getting his uh, face bashed in.
0: Right, right, but it's 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 his um, you know mistake to make, and it's it's interesting because it's very much a. I mean, wow, I mean, I I hadn't even read this, but like think about that, like that was the um, if there was you know, think about the <laughs> so that that was the only like cherry that was really busted in that in this uh, in, in this <laughs> episode, right? that, you know, think about the symbolism of, of the, of the bloody sheet and the, the loss of, um, uh, the, the loss of, of virginity and you know, there's even a time where, where, where he's, you know, losing you know, he's really gaining his manhood right? Even as he's getting the crappy analysis somebody says, oh, he's just a boy, right? Like, um, right, and, I mean, and, and this, this, goes,
1: this goes back to the kind of mission statement of this show, which is that, like, we talk about teenagers because it's a, it's a liminal state between mm-hmm. childhood and and, and adulthood, and we, well, can and, talk, and we can talk about what adulthood is you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, by sort yeah. of, by talking, we can talk about what life is uh, by yeah. sort of examining examining this liminal state where these where these things are formed. And the you know, something that Smash's mom uh, when Smash is discovered when Smash's mom blows the whistle on on his juicing, not to take us too far down this tangent. No, but, no. but she says, um, I wish uh, I wish you could just be a kid. You know, she's she's talking about like uh, when it's yeah. you know will he or won't he will coach Taylor, you know, reveal the juice, do what he's supposed to do and report it uh, so that Smash gets kicked out, loses his scholarships, can't you know no longer can be the you know hope of his family to support them and things like this and like they you know they really twist the knife by putting mom in like a mortgage application at the you know at the same time and she can't get a, she can't get a mortgage for the house um, uh, she says to him you know I wish you didn't have to carry all this pressure the pressure presumably that led him to start juicing you know so that he could be even more competitive in college football uh, in being recruited I, I wish you could just be a kid and you know to be a kid is is right to be be spared um, is to be spared choices, I think mm-hmm. right to be and to yeah. be spared yep. And, yep. and not just choices like the choices of are we going to have sex um, yeah. and yeah. it's it 's not it 's not really put do you want to have sex it 's I think we should have sex and like there 's a lot it, the kind mm-hmm. of relief. Uh, the kind of relief that uh, Julie feels in that kind of last shot when she's walking away before she goes, walking away from the car where, you know, Matt sort of brings her home late and shamefaced at two in the morning. Um, The kind of The relief and kind of delight on her face that that Mm -hmm. he said he loved her uh, without her having to put out, like, all the rally girls in the hot tub from the, you know, calendar photo shoot that she's kind of afraid of, Um, like, she has to do that in order to keep him, uh, shows that it's not—she thinks, uh, you know, she thinks it's— it's a choice that that she has to make and that she has to choose mm-hmm. one thing where mm-hmm. she chooses choose mm-hmm. the other thing uh, and that that's like just something she has to do as an adult. So being an adult means mm-hmm. kind of loss – I mean literally loss of virginity but like loss yep. of um, – uh, the loss that comes with any kind of choice-making and the compromise that yep. comes with yep. any yep. kind of choice-making. Yep. And being a yeah. kid means you get to be spared – uh, yeah yeah that, yeah yeah
0: you know. uh, yeah that's i think so two two reactions um one is that like I think that that actually again- co- um connects back also to the time cover um is that um and I think why these belong together and why this is like both an appropriate you know point of discussion for tft and for this specific episode is that toddlerhood is also this um kind of liminal space between being an infant and being a child right um and 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 you're you're absolutely right that like as you move forward um you know as as you move forward there you uh in, in developmental stages you have increasing you're subjected to increasing number numbers of um uh Choices. And this actually reminds me of, I mean, connects to um, a set of lectures that I was just at recently. Um, there are the, um, the the Tanner Lectures on Human Values. On human the lectures, values. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so are Tanner the,
1: lectures in a lot of places, aren't there?
0: There are. There are. There are um, all. There's a, it's a consortium of, I mean, I think eight or so um, oh, okay. universities. Um, but the ones at Harvard this year were delivered by um, development economist uh, Esther Duflo. Um oh, okay. And And uh, the topic of the first one um, I, I think it was the, the, the topic of the whole Series were human values in the fight against Global poverty huh. um, but the first one was About um, paternalism Versus freedom um, And so and, and this is Um, Really interesting because I mean she was talking about it in the political and development space um, and you know the idea of paternalism of the government acting as a parent and deciding um, you know what what choices you can make or or can't make Um, and you know she was engaging with these normative arguments um, against paternalism. Um, that argue that you know well we, we should not if you're in favor of um, you know liberal values um, of of individualism of freedom, uh, you should be against paternalism because choices are removed um, and she makes the argument that, that resonates directly um, with what uh, in some ways with what you that what you say that in some ways um, in, in many developed countries um, in fact you know the default settings that we have um, r- remove choice, right? That That is, like, uh, with respect, you know, an example that was used a lot in the talk, um, and even resonates with some of my own research, is um, take, like, whether you have chlorinated water or not. In the U.S., um, you have, you know, you you are free to not have chlorinated water, I mean, but the default is water, like, publicly available water is, um, is chlorinated, right? Is, is treated um, and does not have bugs in it. If you really want non-chlorinated Water, you um, dig a well, or you um, go to a stream, um, and 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 if that is really your preference, Or you um, whereas, use, I mean
1: you use the Brita, right? Like you can, or,
0: buy- or, you, or right, yeah, or right, or you buy something that removes that from it, um, but. Um, Exactly, um, but you, you you Can incur costs to do that, but in some Ways, you know, the, there's been a choice that's Made that, that says it is good for you to have Chlorine in your water because it means that there's Not, you know, um, there's not E. coli. Yeah, in or G.R.D.A. G- or something yeah. like that. Yeah, whereas The, in you prison, know, yeah, the oh, default sorry, condition you is Yeah, so you can buy chlorine um, You can buy bottled water But the default uh, setting is to Have not chlorinated water, right? And, and, that, um, and, and that the argument Is that um, in many developing countries, in part because of the lack of infrastructure and and public goods, is that individuals have to make um, constantly make many, 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 many choices um, about um, these micro trade-offs. About you know, do I allocate my effort to um, to income and to making money, or to getting clean water, or to sending my kids to school? And there are all these many, many very stressful uh, trade-offs um, that the uh, state um, and various levels of government have made uh, for us in, in in developed countries, and that so that there's in fact. Um, by taking, making some of the choices and reducing some choices um, about um, basic basic needs and basic survival, um, we are then there that actually increases um, freedom with respect to aspects of human expression of of um, of, of kind of substantive um, dis, dis, uh, decisions about how to spend your time either um, economically or socially or creatively.
1: The I mean I think that. It's hard to I I don't know, chlorinated water like the upsides the upsides and the downsides are so um I I don't know. It seems so out of balance to me that is to say it's better it's better to swallow uh, you know a minuscule amount of chlorine and not get giardia, right? Yeah, yeah. Like but he, another one where you can see um maybe a little more controversy was there was this uh raw milk uh, article in the New yorker a couple of weeks ago where it where it was about the um uh it was about uh you know this this kind of movement among you know wealthy urban uh white people right mm-hmm. to return to some
0: of them some of them probably with their uh, some of them probably hot moms with their childs attached to their to their own their own like... raw milk their own raw milk producing uh <laughs> 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 factories <laughs> um yeah th-
1: their own uh memories yeah um right like so that that um uh you know and and there the idea is that well look there are, there are all this you know provided it's not done in unsanitary conditions where it can get rotten and get infected with uh, with all kinds of things you know raw milk has has all these uh beneficial bacteria it does all these things that are considered good like repopulate gut flora you know what i mean you don't need to make activia yogurt by pasteurizing the hell out of the milk and then like re-adding bacteria to it like milk yeah. comes with bacteria already you you know, yeah, uh, yeah. pasteurization and and like you know. And so, okay. I mean, I think there, there's a point. The public health people uh, are up in arms, be- you know, because from their point of view, it's a terrible idea because it's not. It it doesn't scale. You know what I mean? Right. It works. Right. It works right. at this level where, um, uh, you know, getting raw milk works at this level where you can uh, where you can have a bunch of rich white city folk who mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know control every aspect of the you know of the production, transportation, and things like this. But the Second, you know, the point was made in the article that like governments these days consider uh, providing a clean source of milk actually almost—I mean, a, a disease-free source of milk—almost as important as providing a disease-free source of water. You know, <laughs> because milk is that—it's—it's it's a little bizarre. You know, that this uh, this thing that baby cows drink to gain two thousand pounds in a year, like, should be. Um, you know, part of our diet to the huge extent that it is, but there it is. And like, it's, it's considered, you know, a function of government to give
0: us, I mean, it's so fascinating because, you know, I mean, this, this, without, uh, running the risk of, of becoming a food and nutrition podcast, (laughs) um, I think what's fascinating, right. So there's this connection between, you know, form of government and like statehood and these decisions about how you, you know, how the average person should, um, Feed them, feed and nourish themselves. And the uh, you know another thing that links up with these kinds of like you know the various um, uh, food and nutrition trends of affluent urban city living white people is in some ways you know this decision to be able to control and produce like the milk that you get um, re- like replicates small scare- scale agrarian um, communities. And the the next step beyond that is to um, become a hunter gatherer. Um, and and which is the you know in some ways the the. Anti- synthesis of um of 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 settled state societies um that, you know that that kind of along with settled you know agriculture and and or even um you know and livestock uh keeping um comes uh, comes states and the converse of that is um is is mobile kind of small bands of hunter-gatherers eating the only things that can be killed or hunted right and this is this um is the is at least you know the uh anthropological um kind of side of the pale- Paleo
1: diet. Right. It, right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's sort of and and it's not I mean, it's not just the paleo diet. I mean, some people take it to extremes like the attachment parents and, you know, and me with the paleo diet. But um, the, uh, you know, the idea, even in the like the much more moderate sort of Michael Pollan, influ- Michael Pollan sure. influenced kind of strain of writing about. Uh, food issues and food politics, and uh, Michael Pollan, Marion Nessel, Eric Schlosser—I mean, the people who have um, sort of done it—is that uh, industrialization is is very good at certain things, but it is in fact not good um, at uh, kind of. Nature, natural systems.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and actually, and this, and where this actually, where that kind of brand of kind of pop food writing intersects with the kind of anthropological side I was talking about is the work of James C. Scott, a um, uh, political scientist at Yale, who I've talked about a bunch on this podcast, um, both in his book, Seeing Like a State, which makes precisely that argument about that, that kind of. Governments and markets, um, like advanced kind of industrial capitalism, is bad at natural systems. And then the most recent book, *The Art of Not Being Governed*, kind of looks at hunter-gathering as a as a um, mode of resistance, right? Um, um, both and both the dietary and, and kind of economic production um, and uh, and social systems as modes of resisting um, um, the, the the way that mo- that kind of nexus of um, you know, what I, what has been called environmentality, right? The the kind of governmental Foucault's governmentality as um projected onto human environment systems.
1: Yeah. Um so so right. I mean I think that where this um okay so where this where this intersects with uh um Oh, I got it. I got it. I not, got it. This is not going to. Di- well, I was going to go in a different direction than the direction we want to go. I was actually going to go into um, kind of the race war and and sort of roles and a hierarchical versus a uh, kind of in- Ooh, endogenous let's, order. But let's let's, let's, get that a, in- let's
0: let's put a pin in that for a second, um, because I think that there's one other there's one other link there that, that keeps us on the we should have sex episode. Um, <laughs> OK, oh, I know. Fear not. Fear not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I think no. I
1: think keep, that that keeps our lips attached to the teat, to the <laughs> attachment-parented teat of the we just had sex episode.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I think that's exactly right. And I, th- I, I think that the question is what what keeps you attached to the teat, and this is something that we were uh, starting. You know, um, uh, you know, it, um, it, you know, and is that a kind of firm hand holding you to do something that you you think is a little creepy, or is it this embrace this 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 warm paternalistic embrace that, uh, that holds you in. Um, and I think that, you know, this question, uh, you know, what's interesting, where the interesting normative and difficult institutional questions come in as, as you sort of, you know, when we, um, we're talking about water chlorination, you sort of say, well, of course, you know, that's not a hard argument, right? And so that, you know, that most people, you know, that even without, um, taking a vote or, or, or having public deliberations, you can imagine that most people would agree that this this is uh, r- relatively universal. But like once you even start to even get to the treatment of the milk and then other types of public goods where the good itself, the actually goodness and who the public ought to be are contestable, then there's a question of, you know, I think that um the the real question is and and where you get the negative view of of paternalism is that someone is making that decision who ought not that someone who is a um, a consent, consenting party to this decision and, and may have a legitimate value difference is left out of this decision and doesn't doesn't get a say um in 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 either either does not get a say in determining what is in the basket of what is essential goods i mean this is something that um this is kind of where duflo's talk um ended was is asking the question of what kind of institutions um uh, um are normatively and and kind of feasibly um incorporate people in making this decision of the baskets or deciding you know even just even in, in the framework moving away from like direct democracy to um like you know uh, representative systems how do you choose the person who who um makes that decision on your behalf um and i think that this this links to a, a lot of these um themes uh you know some of the central debates in this i think we should have sex um episode and kind of going back to the example that we had been on uh, that we started on in friday night lights was um with um tim riggins and his dad right that um when tim riggins um dad shows up at, at practice right and this is like a wonderful trope uh in this show right of yep. the the parent showing up um on uh, uninvited to practice, um, and 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 I was like, and I and I, even in rewatching this, I really noticed like, oh, you know, this is a real thing that happens, and it's you know invading the spheres of of influence, um, and then but Tim Riggins' dad, it, it, they really name it right. Uh, Tim Riggins' dad says to Coach Taylor, "Oh, you're you're really king of this castle, huh? You think you're better than me?" Um, and and there is this um, this question of. You know, once you get into a realm of where there's competing parents, there's competing authority figures, um, th- there's a question of like, does the child is is a child when when um, is a person able to make that choice, um, even if they're not necessarily making the direct choice about what is good for them. When are they able to make the choice of, of who, what authority they, they delegate to? Um,
1: well, and this, I mean, this has come up some, before. One of the things we talk about is, you know, salient cleavage, actually speaking right. of boobs. Exactly. Um, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, that is to say, which I, I, you know, I have many group memberships. Yes. you know, they, they overlap, right? It's a very complicated Venn diagram with me at the center of it and their imperatives are not always compatible. So right. in, in each, you know, in each situation, I mean, I'm recapping stuff we've talked about before, but like in each situation, um the hard thing is not, is not that I have to follow the rules or not. That's not my choice. The choice is which set of rules do I follow? That is to say, what is the salient cleavage here? Right? Like for, uh, for the, an easy one for smash in the race war is, is it race membership or team membership that actually should, should kind of carry, um, carry the day here. And with, you know, and with, uh, with Riggins, it's, you know, am I a son first or a, Mm -hmm. or a football player first? You know what I mean? Which, which when he's, when he's uh, kind of uh, what caught in the bind that you're describing and saying, which of these, I mean, which of these competing authority figures, other authority figures we see uh, include like God, you know, yeah. and, the, yeah. you know, the kind of reli- the with Smash's lady friend, like the entrance of mm-hmm. of religion into the into the world. Um, you know, the uh, football when the when the playoff game is is uh, called uh, on account of brawling. Right. And like uh, the victory is just given to Dylan. There's this mm-hmm. this sense that the football um Authority or commission or state football board or whatever, uh, who awards the victory to Dylan, is another authority. When they're yeah. on the way home after the brawl and the bus gets pulled over by a police car, you know, mm-hmm. and the police make a stop. And, uh, you know, the coach, the coach who had up to this point been racist, like, you know, protects Smash by, you know, mm-hmm. insisting on seeing a warrant. That is to say, like, you know, speaking yeah. the language of the, you know, white paternalistic authority, yeah. you know, in yeah. yeah. the language yeah. of the law, like, uh, actually deployed is that in service of protecting the black player who he had called a, what, a junkyard dog or something? Yeah,
0: like yeah, 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 um, yeah. And that's like, and that's how they kind of put a bow on that arc, right? Like, that that, that restores legitimacy. Um, and I think that, I mean, part of this is that because you have these overlapping group memberships and then overlapping figures who who can make a claim for um, authority, um, over that group membership that, you know, this creates a very dynamic type of political system. This is a lot about, this is um, what was discussed um, in our Geek Week presentation when Cognac did the slides on salient cleavages. And this is exactly this kind of, you know, this is what constitutes a political system. And and this, you know, the nature of, uh, the precise nature of, like, what the cleavages are um, and how many you know whether there are like competing you know it's very different to have a system in which you have multiple actors um that are that that are that are claiming um like basically different um units that are divided by, along one salient cleavage right so you could imagine you know in some episodes where they're maybe competing like um Oh I don't know. Um I'm trying to think of like episodes in Gossip Girl where there are like um you know competing Brooklyn versus Upper East Side of spheres of influence, or Chuck and Blair spheres of influence. That these are you know units that are um, they they have two different um, you know kingdoms, let's say, or fiefdoms, uh, but they're part of the same system. That it's a it's a alignments are based on um, sort of a uh, maybe it's some some combination of kinship and loyalty. Um, But then in this um, in Friday Night Lights, it's a it's a system that is not only is there uh, that's a what's been described as a heteronymous system is that there are many different um, dimensions um, and then very many different um, types of claims um, so that the you know you, um, you have a much more kind of rational legal authority of of the coach um, that there is some paternalism there, and there's some you know, fatherly symbolism. But really, you know, even like when he confronts um, Tim Riggins's father, it's like, you know we somebody saw you, right? It's The language of the state. There's evidence, um, and 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 there still is protocol and, and appropriateness. Whereas the the form of of, of legitimacy um, is you know what Weber uh, referred to as um, as patrimonial authority, right? That is th- which again has the same root as paternalism, right? It's the, the the fatherly. Um, Authority, and so that you have these different logics competing with each other, and so that you know this this question of, you know, and that's really where this, you know, the fact that these different cleavages along different dimensions correspond in different ways to different types of political authority, um, really constitute the kind of um, the kind of political system that you're in, Um, and you know, I think that. Um, that again connects back to this question of you know who then if if you can then shop between different group memberships and different authorities when do you get to decide um, who has authority over which sphere right and I think that this is the the well, heart right. of and, the
1: question and also like right exactly when do you get to decide who has authority over which sphere but uh, sphere excuse me but the the, the <laughs> spheres. which spheres um, the um. The issue of shopping between group memberships, I think, is not even so simple, so simple as that because you can be kind of conscripted into yeah. group membership kind of whether you want it or not. And I'm thinking of like Saracen, Matt Saracen, a couple of times being more or less pulled into an almost moving car, you know, to yeah. go to parties with rally girls and yeah, abandoning yeah. like Julie Taylor at Applebee's. You know what well, I mean?
0: And, and in some ways, though, this is like, you know. I think that what's happening in this episode is that, you know, Julie Taylor is almost getting pulled into the moving car of uh, – the, the moving social car of, like, sex-having people, <laughs> right? And, and this, this goes back to the very right. – the first, you know, uh, discussions that we had on Friday Night Lights. Yeah, the sex-having class. Exactly, and and I think that that's exactly what you um, see ha- happening here is that you know she kind of believes well it's time you know I'm I'm dating a football player these are you know we ought to have sex right and so that um and, and so the social you know it's it really you know there's less what's fascinating there is that you know there is a social um a, a cleavage um that you know is is the kind of major group they, oh boom um. There is, you know, the the one it's on the one hand, there's a generational group gap. Right. So that it's, you know, that the 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 authority figure um, or the purported authority figure um, in. In the the teenager social group is is yourself, right? this is um you know there's a at least on the surface this view of this is a, it's a, a kind of a democratic impulse of like I I know best now and I think it's time to have sex. But really, what what this is responding to is actually the authority figure in this case is. You know, is society well, right? Well, yeah, it's actually. And, it's actually society, a society, I, I don't mean system. that. Yeah, I don't mean society as an angry teenager, but I, I mean that as a, as a Durkheimian, right? No. That, that um, there are social facts that say, sort of um, say, you know, that divide teenage society into um, these various. Um, um, you know, groups and and articulate that uh, that there is a class of of the sex having people, and so that in some ways Julie Ta- uh, that uh, Tammy Taylor, excuse me, is going to war. You know, in some ways that you know when you have two political authorities warring for com- uh, competing for control, you know that is that is war in one sense, or that is political competition, and so that really when um, Tammy is having these arguments with with Julie, it's not re- that that's not the actual conflict. It's really um you know uh, Tammy Taylor versus society, um, the, uh, in, in making a case of who ought to um, govern this domain of Julie Taylor's life, um, and and that um, and, you know going back to one of your early the transitional comments of and in this discussion on paternalism of saying that you know this in this domain you know she makes a claim that you know that that society doesn't know better and and, the, and Julie does not know better um, about um, when when it is time or to make this decision. Um, and, 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 you know, in fact, wants to preserve Julie's freedom to be to to learn in school and, um, you know, find to be a teenager, to actually but that's, navigate yeah, but that's this actually, space. Well, right. Like, exactly. You're, to, you're, to be spared
1: that to be spared the kind of adult uh, compromise and loss that's exactly. that comes along with with making that with making choices. That is to sure. say, we, we exactly. kind of have to we have to destroy your agency in order to save it.
0: Exactly. Know? No, that's, that's that's exactly right. And this is, this is where it comes full circle is that that's the. The fascinating thing about the the kind of myth of the sex having person is once you crest, cross that threshold, they own you, right? And and so that in fact there, and it's this myth of, of teenagerhood that you think that oh, once I do this, I'm becoming myself, and in fact that's when society really gets its its claws in, and <laughs> and, and and there's a time, there's potentially a time where the kind of you know if they're if their parents that. Can, and and so this is even why this like attachment parenting versus, you know. Um, non-attachment parenting, the opposite of attachment parenting, detachment parody. It's a false binary, but you want, you know, that um, you know that you want something, you know, the appropriate thing would be to have the child moving increasingly far from the teeth, but there if they the teeth there if they need it. Right? And um, but and that to create this space that allows the child to to experiment and and fail um, but not fail in catastrophic ways. Um, and that's where kind of um, you know individual individualism um there's a space for for actually creating the individual or or and and becoming a kind of true agent of yourself and i think that you know tammy um you know tammy taylor sees that and and even says at a certain point that it is every um you know every girl has a right to be able to have this kind of a relationship with her mother where they where they talk right it's really to suck the teat of conversation Uh, (laughs) the the discursive teat. Um, I, I mean
1: as a, and it's fu- I mean it's funny that it's Tammy because like being the the guidance counselor Tammy is yeah. like right in the position to to see um You know what I mean to kind of be at the forefront of these these issues. Like I, um, you know, I my my uh, my Panther wants me to have a threesome. You know what I mean? Like to to see how society sort of shapes.
0: um... I I, I knew that they were the Dylan Panthers, but I actually thought of an actual Panther wanting to have a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, man, yeah, it's just you
1: know, yeah, and it would be like a really smooth (laughs) Panther, like Chester the Cheetah from the Cheetos ads, who like talks to you in a rich chocolatey bear. Like Barry White or something, like you know. Uh,
0: well, I think we start our teenage soap opera, which is like it's like. The,
1: <laughs> hey baby, I said, want to. It, I want to rub my my sandpapery, spiny penis on. You know what I mean, like that.
0: Yeah, the 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 the, the pitch is that it's um. It, it's... Look up, I'm
1: not joking. Look up how cats
0: mate. Yeah, it's 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 like uh I would say it's Gossip Girl meets The Jungle Book is how I would pitch it. <laughs> Can I you know when when
1: I was 17 my uh my mother took my brother and me on a you know tourist safari and a photo safari in Kenya and Tanzania where for the better part of 2 weeks we you know 4 by 4 through the Savannah and different you know different things.
0: Wow, oh, and- that- you're so brave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we saw we actually saw a like um, we had to give way on the road. And actually, it's not that we gave way. We just stopped in the middle of the road as this huge mass of, of uh, Maasai uh, came uh, the other way and kind of just like like a stream flowing around a rock flowed around the thing, like putting uh, putting handprints and whatnot onto the, you know, onto mm-hmm. the car uh, on their way to a circumcision uh, to a coming of age ceremony, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, so it, that was fun. But uh, we actually saw lions mating on the uh, on the plains there. Um, the uh, it's uh, and I believe I said I, it, with all the you know, full head of steam of 17, I said to my to my mom, Mom, look at the fucking lions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know. and 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 you know uh 20, 20 plus years later we still find that same that same turn of phrase hilarious <laughs> dude there was a boob on the cover these, on the cover these side. fucking well, no, i was even thinking these fucking lions you know like <laughs> the
1: um so okay so but tammy right like also i think misreads this in in certain ways when sure. you know, when it's like is is uh is coach taylor gonna fire the assistant coach who said the thing about junkyard dogs who's who's a racist like and you know and who maintains that he's not a racist and there's even this like touching scene where he and coach taylor have a beer together and uh you know he talks about how his father was a racist and like he's not really a racist and um you know uh i know he's uh you know i'm no i know he's not a racist um but of course, our buddy says, I know he's not a racist. This is media, you know, this is media crap because the whole thing gets played out in the pre- press. Like, of course he's a racist, but yeah. he, he, he's not a racist because he chooses to be a racist or because he holds right. certain right. beliefs. You know what I mean? And like, um, so it's, he, he, and this is the thing that Coach Taylor gets. You know what I mean? That is to say that like this guy's agency is constrained yep. Yep. And when he refuses to, uh, when he refuses to, fire him you know and that like um and that uh you know uh, so that like in in a way sort of tammy is fighting the wrong fight uh Mm -hmm. when she when she says this to when she says this to julie that is to say she's putting it as a as a sort of competing set of of authorities where it's really actually a com uh uh a um a, a conversation about the limitations of uh, limitations of agency right
0: sure' like, and when, I think and that, it's not
1: it 's not yeah. when, when Saracen when she 's actually like ready to bone um, and Saracen says to her r- right recall like we don 't we don 't have to have sex, yeah. and she says like legitimately incredulous we don 't yeah. you know and that like yeah. that is the wait this it 's not really about what I want or what i don 't want or what i'm what i 'm Uh, attracted to or, you know, what my desire is or what your desire is or, like, you know, the choices we make together as a couple and make individually. Uh, It's about, wait, I don't have this constraint that I thought I had uh, Mm -hmm. on me. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and that's the, you know, and that's what the conversation uh, is really about. And I think Tammy kind of misses that.
0: Yeah, but, well, I think that it is because, I mean, I think that, you know tammy wants it to be the case that you know in some ways this actually links back to the jim scott conversation and the the kind of these kinds of you know smaller communities and intentionally creating smaller um, a smaller community as an act of resistance against kind of coercion, right, or, or domination, right, and so that one way to escape this kind of social pressure, right, this is this, this strategy of of becoming a hunter gatherer, escaping into the hills, um, and, you know, escaping agrarian society and the state and the you know capitalist economy that's both you know um, you know exists in in various kind of nomadic or or hunter gatherer societies and is um, at least uh, ...aimed for aspirationally and often commercialized for affluent white urbanites, um, <laughs> it, you know, in some ways is also there, in, it's a strategy of, of resistance that's, um, outlined in, in Friday Night Lights as well, but that there's a quite still, um, there's still multiple salient cleavages, um, in even if you decide to create a, a, a new world, a smaller society, um, there's there's a lot of options there, right? And so that Tammy kind of wants to believe that the the this the salient cleavage of family will um will 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 dominate um the society or in the or or any anything else. Um and you know and and you know you even see when she's kind of you know has seen um, Matt Saracen um, buying the condoms um and is ready to confront Julie. You know in in the um in that scene, she's sitting there and kind of looks up at the, uh, at the mantle, at the photos of their family kind of progressing through the ages. And you can almost connect the dots forward and want to see her uh, wishing that they, you know, that you could just have that, um, that unit, um, that, you know, this Taylor's unit, this triad be intact, um, for, for forever. Right. And then have that be the alternative, right. Have, have that be this band that escapes society and escapes these pressures, um, and just like lives, you know, lives together. Um, But that, you know, what you, what. You see, you know that that is not um, sustainable. That that is that would be her, you know, in that way. You know, that's a little bit too much like the social equivalent of the time cover, right? That that you know, if 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 that played out, it would it would feel as wrong as as the knowing look on the uh, the mother and 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 son, um, you know, gazing at the gazing at you, the viewer, while there's some peat sucking happening, right? <laughs> right? That, um, it, yeah, it,
1: right. It, and what what has happened there, right? Like she's she's misread the, yeah. um, she's misread the meaning of those, of those photographs, right? Like, cause a photograph is, is what, it's a moment in time, you know, right. it's not, it's not like a result. It's just a kind of a step on the, on the path. And like yeah. those, that, those photographs actually like, if if you could almost if you could like extend them fourth dimensionally right like there's there's kind of a, a line of similar photographs going back throughout the whole Taylor clan you know and also sort mm-hmm. of going forward in ways that we can't see mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know uh, with Julie and you know and f- uh, future generations of of right. Taylors you know what I mean so it's right what's ha- I mean what's happening is is sort of she's she's uh, she's brought a um, you know I don't know she's brought a polaroid to a you know movie camera fight
0: Right, right 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 exactly and i think that's um that's really fascinating because you know in order because what the way that it resolves is that i think this at the same time this episode doesn't reject this idea of like creating your colony or fleeing to the hills but that the the seed of the resistance is in um matt and julie's Relationship itself, right, and that when they decide not to bone, they have a lot more fun, just like you know, horsing around and and, and being themselves, and they're 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 able to find this space for well, who are they as a what couple? What do they do? And,
1: I mean, and what do they do? They do that like that weird leg wrestling game, right? Like where right, right, you know,
0: right. Which is which well, is you got you got like, leg wrestle before you bone, you know? It's yeah, like crawling it's a, before you walk, right? It kind of, well, it kind of is because
1: what it is is it's a a um a sublimation of the sexual act because it involves rolling around on the ground, like yeah. with your legs spread and, uh, you know, yeah. and sort of close physical contact and like aspects of aggression and, and cooperation and, and all these things that, yeah. um, that sex involves uh, in, in a kind of playful way, just as football, mm-hmm. right, is a kind of sublimation of the impulse to war. You know, men are men are coming here to destroy you. You know what I mean? Like penises are coming here to, like, uh, you know, take take your uh, take the sphere uh, the sphere of you know (laughs) society (laughs) is coming to, uh, you know, to invade you, and you have to like you have to spend a little time leg wrestling so that you are uh, you're prepared. For it When it happens, you know, there's this whole other, there's this whole other aspect of, um, uh, this episode that we were talking about in, in the pre-show and talking about the, the difference between a still photograph and like a film, um, gets, gets me onto it. Uh, and it's, it's something that you identified when we were talking about as, as sort of surveillance and that I would attach to voyeurism also voyeurism, voyeurism and surveillance. What, what is the thing that Tim Riggins dad steals? Right, It's a camera. It's a video camera. It's
0: a fucking video camera. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and so, like, I, I think that, like, and maybe this is very much on my mind because I just watched this brilliant uh, YouTube video, or Vimeo video, I guess, of a video essay um, called... Yeah, if, it's
0: br- if it's brilliant, it's definitely on Vimeo. It's on Vimeo.
1: <laughs> uh, called Style in the Wire. That is a...
0: a ah. And and like there it is. Wow, this is like a record. Like we're, we're an hour in. <laughs> it's the, the latest. The latest we've gone with a Wire reference. Uh, um. It's.
1: It's. I mean, this. It's just brilliant. It's very, very good. Uh, very good work. Um, I think it's like a master's thesis or something in the form of a uh, in the form of a video essay. And it's about sort of the the visual um, style of the Wire, which you know, though though the the uh, filmmaker says is not the Wire's most prominent um most prominent sort of feature or you know best quality it it definitely is there and you know deserves deserves some deserves some attention uh for maybe not for being cinematic but for kind of developing its own language and one of the things that he talks about is the tendency in the wire to shoot through windows or to shoot through doors something that we've talked about in um Friday Night Lights, also, uh, which does a couple of things. One, it changes the shape of the frame. Uh, all the Wire seasons are screened in in four by three non, you know, non that non widescreen television format. And so, like, if you see a widescreen version of the Wire, you're not seeing part of the image. Like, it really uh. is. It's that square image. But then, very often, you're shooting over a table or over a counter or into a cubicle or something with a really strong horizontal line um, cutting across the frame, uh, dividing the frame into a relevant half and end. And, and a uh, non-relevant half and also like um, emphasizing the kind of voyeuristic aspects or like looking right. through a window does the same does the well
0: same thing. i mean and just just to 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 back that out to um overall like symbolism and meaning right like our society is divided into a relevant half and a non-relevant <laughs> half. um no I'm, I'm right i mean the, and the whole but uh, that the, the question of like which of those it, which is which right. <laughs> um and and how do you cross those um and how does meaning flow th- between and across those is very much the about part a uh, huge part of what the wire is about, um and that um you know either you know policing either for the um, aspect of control uh, or a domination or for the aspect of creating public benefit um requires effectively um permeating that boundary, as does effectively. Um, you know, being a drug dealer and providing both the private and public goods slash bads associated with that requires boundary crossing, right? So and, 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 right. And, and, and and both setting that frame... Um, you know that not only recognizing and being an actor but starting to be a director and kind of know what that frame is and how to um how to both set it up and 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 and, and change it right? Or sort um, of editor.
1: I mean a sort of an editor. editor of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. you know what I mean of the the circumstances that you're, you're seen under. Anyway, so going yeah. on in this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this sort of this video essay that everyone should watch. I tweeted it out on the overthinking at Twitter. You,
0: well, we'll put it in the show notes yeah. too for sure. Um
1: you should watch it. Um the uh the the other thing, the other kind of the most self conscious thing in the visual style of The Wire is shooting um, close close circuit TV monitors. You know, <coughs> so like surveillance surveillance monitors, right? And yep. like this this so this idea of like seeing and who gets to see and the angle at which things get seen, like is. Is uh, is very much on my mind. So, like stealing, yeah. stealing a camera, right? Or spying on, uh, spying on. Um, well, and she wasn't even spying. Spying, like happening to see Matt yeah. Saracen buying condoms, and it's like in a reflection. You know what I yep. mean? Or something yep. like that. So the the act of seeing is like mediated through mm-hmm. uh, through. Mm-hmm.
0: Through through technology or well, through yeah, sort uh, of or like yeah, right it's it's done di- it's mediated anyway it's like it's through it, a lens right it's yeah. very like you know like I mean it's 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 like rear window like the innovation rear window just blown out in like all kinds of ways right um and not even to go even down this road but I mean um because uh we're 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 uh, we're at a pretty overstuffed episode already but you actually have this running throughout um the Avengers as well right there is like the <laughs> um uh there's lots of reflection um and and reflective surfaces in in the uh in, yeah, in it's joss it's the actually, Avengers.
1: yeah it's something that joss whedon does that right like and it's a trick it's a director's trick uh it's a stylistic trick uh, in one sense to put two people who are squaring off but being able to see both of their faces full-on mm-hmm. in the same frame mm-hmm. you know what, you put them on on either side of a uh, of a window but and it also, it sort of highlights the barrier between the two people. And I'm thinking of, like, Loki, you know, being trapped in, in a cage for a lot of the <laughs> Avengers <laughs> movies. But then, yes, it also, like, the the projection of light on um, on the, you know, on the window between the two characters sort yeah. of... High, uh, cre- is, there's an alienation effect, that is to say. It makes mm-hmm. you very conscious of the fact that you're watching a film. Mm-hmm. You two are, in fact, only mm-hmm. watching light being projected... Uh, onto a surface, and
0: right. So it's very, it's very Brechtian in that in that way, well, right? Yeah, like... I mean, like
1: every, in the sense that everything that is a little self conscious is is Brechtian. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Or in yeah, the yeah, sense yeah, that yeah, that yeah, any yeah. any sort of extemporaneous bullshit is like jazz. Uh, it's you know, it's it's Brechtian, and just uh, just a little dip into film history in Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye. There's a great shot of Elliot Gould uh, standing on the beach, um, and it, you zoom in. Uh, on on the window of, like, a Malibu house, beach house. Um, and uh, you see him in reflection standing on the beach. It's a very famous shot, and it was hard technically to get because they actually shot Elliot Gould as a separate plate and then projected that onto the window. And huh. so they had to coordinate the two Zooms. Uh, together it's 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 very 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 cool but like as a trope of that like you Mm -hmm. know reflection reflection as alienation you should go watch the long goodbye you know you should go watch the long goodbye and i mean
0: i think what's what's fascinating is that on the one hand while surveillance in the wire and in you know in kind of the language and technique technique of film is very is very technical i think that in this episode there's also not only is that there, like this kind of mediation of, um, of, of, of scene and surveillance, but that, that is kind of juxtaposed or, or put in, put beside, a um, much more unmediated forms of, of surveillance, right? That, and, and, you know, that one of these, we've talked a little bit before about, um, definitions of community, uh, by, uh, political sci- scientist Michael Taylor that talks about Direct and unmediated um, social relationships, as as really um, constituting the core of what is um, is, is what is it direct, uh, unmediated and multiplex that is multifaceted, um, and and that you see that. Um, You know, and very few things, as you say, are unmediated in in modern society. Um, In that, you know, even you know, seeing something in a reflection is mediated by you know the shiny surfaces that we have. But that in Dillon, Texas, is is approximating a social setting that is, um, you know, by on the spectrum of mediation, relatively lower. And that people are, um, you know, is a small community. There are many face to face um, interactions. So there's lots of opportunities for people to to see each other and bump into each other and know each other's business um, and so this, this surveillance can happen just by you know oh I'm just going about my business um, but the, the, this is you know that on the one hand it also goes into nosiness, right? That that, And I think that part of what we see throughout this, right, and, and I, I think anybody who has ever been a teenager has experienced, um, uh, regardless of how per- permissive or paternalistic their parents are, are um, has experienced the, you know, having some kind of contraband, whether it is pornography or drugs or alcohol or, like, I don't know, love letters or something, something that you have hidden that, you know, a, a, a parent just happens to find when they were putting away your socks or something like right. that yeah, sure. um and and then that that trope runs throughout this uh this episode of like you know that three different times someone who's just going about their business just happens to see something that um needs to be intervened on which uh, to an extent that indicates that you know the watching never stops right so that you know um tammy taylor's at the drugstore at the grocery store and just happens to see um matt buying the condoms um You know, Tim Riggins is going through the closet to uh, fix his headlight, to get the tools to fix his headlight, and just happens to find the camera. Um, And Coach Taylor... Um, is is doing something in the bathroom and just happens to find the uh, the the thong. Um, and in that case, you know, the person who's she, busted, which she
1: bought but didn't, but then checked out on wearing at the last. I,
0: I, maybe she bought several. Uh, Good point. Good point. Um, we 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 don't know. Um, that's one of the great uh, questions in the uh, the epistemology of uh, of Friday Night Lights. We we don't know what exactly kind of underwear Julie Taylor uh, wore. Um, but you know, I think the, what's interesting there is that you know they play. With this trope in multiple ways to kind of show that the watching is happening all the time and from all angles. Because even in that one where it's not really so much Julie that is busted as it is Tammy, right? And the, uh, that sparks this confrontation of um, you know the person who is hiding something really uh, that's important um, and where the stakes are there is Tammy making right. a call about you know I'm this was my call to make, um, and that you would have you know I decide to solve solve this with um with reason and persuasion um and that form of authority as opposed to you, like you know, sending her to a nunnery and um, and and ripping off Matt Saracen's head, um, or you know, using using the coercive right, power of the state, right? right and like, um, yeah, so right, using the, like, teat, the teat the teeth rather than the spear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Riani Eisler should write a book about that. Um, the uh, yeah, it's uh, we. We live in a in an authoritarian economy, no, we live in a knowledge economy, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean like that yeah. we live in no it's mercantilism, no, 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 it's the you know what i mean it's the information
0: age uh yeah um. Well- well, I think just as all all toddlers must eventually be weaned from the teat uh, of of their of their of their jeggings wearing mother, we too must uh, wean ourselves from the teat of discourse. Uh, but but luckily, you know, it's never it's never fully weaned. That is that is gross. <laughs> We were doing so well, like you know, it's like uh, we're, you know we're, we're really on a good p- part. And there's very little alienation or confoundment, and then th- there you go. We just you know a little a little Easter egg for the fans. Um, but you know if you want to keep sucking at the teat, um, <laughs> email us at tft podcast at overthinkingit dot uh, uh, Follow us or uh, uh, hit us up on Twitter at, at tftpodcast. tft uh, podcast. You can call or uh, text mes- uh messages at twenty fatjago one two um, you can uh, comment and like us and do all kinds of things on the Facebook. Um, on the Facebook. On, on Facebook. Um, and uh, and uh, of course on the um, the show notes. Join the discussion on the show notes. Um, so I think that. Um so there's lots of ways to to stay attached. <laughs> uh we 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 like a benevolent parent will keep you uh will keep you uh cradled in. Um and so just to, to a little bit of a flight planning or a jet cognitive agenda setting, um next week uh we'll be back with um uh the gossip girl season wrap up yep. um and uh and we'll be discussing the last two episodes uh the the season finale and the penultimate episode um and then the week after that we'll do another run of um five um friday night lights episodes closing out uh season 1 um and then in both of those episodes we'll probably start to have the discussion about how we will um uh, spend our uh, uh, our summer vacation, um, or, or maybe we'll not have the, and we'll either have that uh, discussion um, privately amongst the paternalistic uh, uh, the two parents uh, <laughs> to decide uh, when to when to wean you, or or what you what what your options are, or we will um, have the discussion uh, as as an act of, of public deliberation. Right. Um, yeah, uh, but the and- Facebook the
1: Facebook page would not be a terrible place to go, go like the Facebook page so you can post on it and then um, you know and then let's talk about it a little bit uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about it a little bit a little bit there so like start thinking start thinking of how you'd like to spend the uh, 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 your summer fellowship.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, and, and, and then we will start thinking about whether we want to even give you, to listen to you or not, uh, <laughs> and, but until then, we will all continue to talk about the, meth- the myth of the sex-having her- person, we'll be talking about the paleo diet, what keeps us attached to the teat of, of, and, and the spear of society, but most of all, we will always, always, always be talking about these,
1: these fucking f- teenagers.